0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: So I want everybody to understand this, okay? People don't want crime. They don't want homelessness. And what they really don't want is both of those together running rampant throughout the streets. (laughs) They don't. They don't progressive. And I'm talking about liberal or democratic ideas. I'm talking about uber progressive ideas have failed. Uber progressive ideas have absolutely the bed. Like you could not believe my friend. Case in point last night. So, you know, you talk about George Soros, George Soros throws a ton of money at stuff. That's what he does. We know that. He's very into the humanist thing. You know, there's no borders. Uh, you know, uber, uber-progressive crazy ideas. And over the last decade or so, he has worked hard to install, through massive donations, very progressive DAs across the country. And this experiment has failed. This experiment has absolutely failed. San Francisco is disgusting. We talked about it yesterday. Last night, California, of all places, and the voters in California. Now, if you were to look at San Francisco, I think the voting looks like this. 90% Democrat, with probably eight percent independent and two percent failure to to declare i did and then there's that guy a couple years ago they put in a guy named chesa bodine this is a guy who we touched on yesterday who mother and father Weather underground members killed two police officers She got 20 years. His dad got 75 years. He was a young child, so he was adopted by Bill Ayers, founding member of Weather Underground, Uber leftist, terrorist, the whole nine yards. We can go over it. Oh. So Chesa Bodine is the darling of the media, right? So you've got all these people who love him. He's going to come in, and he's going to do what his predecessor has done, who's now taken over Los Angeles, George Gascon. Which is, hey, we we cannot prosecute our way out of all of these, you know, this guy, he's, it's, it's, it's insane. All the while, crimes rise. But Chad, crimes in San Francisco have kind of stayed the same. When you no longer report crimes, that's not the same. That's not. Two weeks ago, my son played a hockey game. Little, little. A little sidebar here, if you will, but keeps in with the story. The, the the last game he played, the team that was in the tournament should not have been in his, his division. They were three, four years ahead of where the, the these kids were, right? And after, I think it's eight goals or something, the clock runs nonstop, and they stop keeping score. The other team scored a lot more goals, <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, it said like eight-nothing. If you stop keeping records of crimes, because people are like, eh, what do you want me to do? Hey, guy came here and he uh, attacked this person. Uh, he shot up, he robbed my store, and then took a crap on the way out. And what do you want me to do? That's kind of what happened. So last night, Chesa Dean is recalled. Because even the people in leftist San Francisco have said, you know, when we said social justice reform, criminal reform what we meant was you're going to look at some of this stuff and you're going to say look some of these things have been harsh in the past especially sentencing in particular to young men of color and maybe we look at some of these things are there deferments that we can send some of these people to that we think this person has a chance they need a chance we can talk about those things all day here's something that you don't talk about Criminals, you guys are the real victims, so feel free to steal everything you want. People have had enough. He did speak,
2: though. People are angry. They're frustrated. And I want to be very clear Clear. about what happened tonight. The right-wing billionaires outspent us three to one. They exploited an environment in which people are appropriately upset. And they created an electoral dynamic where we were literally shadow boxing. Voters were not asked to choose between criminal justice reform and something else. They were given an opportunity to voice their frustration and their outrage, and they took that opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were asked. They were asked, do you want somebody who lets crime run amok, who does nothing, who allows criminals to repeatedly get out of jail and or... And or get to a point where the police are so frustrated that it's not even worth my time anymore. I, I, got, I, I don't want to fill out the paperwork on this guy because I know nothing is going to happen. Responsibility. California voters last night sent, a, as CNN said, a stark message to the Democrats. Crime, homelessness, high taxes, inflation. Guess what? nobody wants it nobody does new jersey california both very democratic guess what low turnouts why people are frustrated they are they're frustrated and it's not just because oh they don't want criminal reform they weren't given a yes again Common sense criminal reform is one thing. Letting people run willy nilly in the streets and do whatever the hell they want is something wholly different. People want people held responsible. That's what they want. If you do something wrong, you should be held responsible. Now, is there going too far? Yes. Absolutely. You don't deserve the death penalty for running over somebody's foot, but you do. De- be held responsible for doing that a once incredible city by the bay is a shell of itself it is california's utopia is falling apart good good I have said this for years and I'll continue to say this. If you move California's politics to anywhere in the country, there's actual weather, it will change in a heartbeat. It's the reality of it. Smart move by California. We'll see what happens because there's a big runoff that's going to happen between uh, Karen Bass and Rick Caruso. Rick Caruso is a billionaire. In Los Angeles, who used to be a lifelong Republican. About three, four years ago, he switched over to Democrats. He is running on something similar to what got Bodine out. Homelessness and crime is not a way to run the city. It's not. They're looking to recall George Gascon, who is the DA that is now in Los Angeles, who was the former DA of San Francisco. Why? Because of the same reasons. The Democrats are facing a stark reality that is looking them in the face. No matter what they try to roll out tomorrow night, January 6th, hearings are going to be live in prime time. No matter what they try to to, to do and and try to phrase a lot of these things, here's the reality. People don't like crime. They don't want homelessness running amok. People don't want $6 gas. They don't want $12 hamburger. (laughs) They don't. Somebody's going to be held to account. So if you're not going to hold other people to account, if you're not going to hold them responsible for certain things, if you're not going to do your job, then other people will find somebody to do your job, and they'll hold you responsible for these things. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. A lot of stuff to get to. Matthew McConaughey was uh, uh, at the White House yesterday. Very moving. What will get done with guns? What won't get done? Depends on the day. Some days I think, man, they may get something done. Other days I'm like, they got no shot at getting anything done. Plus, it's Woke Wednesday. We got some fun woke stuff as always. Wouldn't leave you hanging on this old hump day. Calibrate. Losing weight. Super great with Calibrate. Calibrate. What is Calibrate? So imagine this. You've tried everything. Your body seems to work against you. You lose some weight. Then all of a sudden your body freaks out and you put some weight back on. Why is that? Well, you're fighting your, your, your genetics, right? You're fighting... Reality is you're fighting forever in a day. Back in the day when people lose weight, its body thought it was starving. So what did it do? It would do everything to hold on to everything it could. Well, with Calibrate, you're going to get a doctor-guided metabolic reset to promote sustainable results through lifestyle changes. FDA for medication, you're going to pair that with lifestyle changes to improve metabolic health. It's not crazy lifestyle changes. They're sustainable and real. Absolutely easy to do. Is the way it should be it is because once you reset your metabolism you'd be surprised how you lose the weight right and a lot of people i know that eat well you get to a certain point and i've been there and hey, it just doesn't come off like it used to why is that well your body's got used to a certain level it's amazing calibrates earliest members lost an average of about 20 percent of their body weight and they're continuing to lose more Fits in anybody's goals right now. Save $50 on a one-year metabolic reset by going to joincalibrate.com. That's joincalibrate.com. When you do, put in code Chad. Joincalibrate.com. Code Chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: Check out our Chad Benson Show Facebook page where you can hang out or hang your grievances out to dry. This is Chad Benson.
1: Gas prices
0: continuing to rise
1: with nothing in sight that seems to be able to slow it down.
0: President Biden says in the short term, there is little that he can do to lower gas prices. So we're all looking to state lawmakers for help. New York and Connecticut have waived their gas taxes temporarily, while states like California are talking about handing out these gas rebates. But those talks have stalled, and it could be late summer or fall before there's any relief, which can't come soon enough.
1: Yeah. That's not. It's not helping, right? There's nothing. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, but here's the thing: you saw it happening. There's the problem, right there, with with government, in particular. You know, I mean, federal government. I like to think state government's a little bit better, but federal government, in particular, is very reactionary, and when they do tend to do something. It tends to be the exact opposite of what should be done. And that's sad, but it's it's true. I mean, there therein lies the the insanity of which, well, there's nothing I could do. Yeah, but you saw this coming. It's like right now, we know there's another caravan on the way from south of the border, heading through Mexico, headed here. We know that's happening. We we know that. Are you doing anything to secure our borders? You are not. Yet again, another reason why your party is getting its ass kicked this November. Barring some magical, some incredible turn of events. You're going to get served, as the kids used to say. and I don't know what they say now. There's a movie once called You Got Served. And it had nothing to do with food. I don't, you know, I just sit there and I just laugh. I'm like, you guys, you got nothing going on. You got nothing. Point to me something amazing that he's done. He printed so much money. That we're, it cheapened the money you have. We're heading towards a recession. Yesterday, Target's like, yeah, we're getting rid of a lot of these goods dirt cheap because we over-ordered, and uh, now uh, life is changing for people, so so there's that. It's the second time in, what, a month or so they've lowered their prospects as far as profit goes, and the fear is, and I continue to say this, my fear, somebody said, what's your fear? I'd rather have a hard landing and then a bounce. What I don't want is stagflation. And what I don't want is what took place in the 70s and what took place in Japan from 91 to 2001, which they call the lost decade. They raised rates at such a pace that essentially it was stagflation. People didn't really spend money. Right. It just inflation was ultra high. It was kind of uh, everybody was kind of stuck in sand. Weren't going very fast. It was just kind of, watch going on? Just very slow motion. Man, I, it's insane. It is insane. But to you to come out and say, there's not a lot I can really do about it. No. No, not now, because it's too late. It's too late. There's nothing you can do about it now. Today, because you missed the chance months, 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 and months, and months, and months, and months ago. You're going to go to Saudi Arabia. People are pissed at you for that. This is the first time in a long time I look at him and say, well, that's leadership. People are angry. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's horrible what the Saudis did to Khashoggi. All of us can agree. But as a leader, you have to make decisions and you have to make choices. And in those choices, you're going to piss some people off. But being a leader is about leading for everybody, not just your party. And being a leader means making tough choices, even if you know, I don't want to do this, but for the betterment of everybody. Not just the party, but everybody. The day-to-day individual who's trying to get by and seeing gas go to five and a half bucks a gallon, six bucks, seven bucks, depending where you are in the country. Seeing shelves empty in certain places. Seeing food prices go through the roof. You've got to make decisions. And the tough decision, sometimes... Sucks for you politically, but it's the right thing to do. It's Wednesday. We get woke. You know that. We'll do a little woke Wednesday. Plus some monkeypox updates. Monkeypox. Are you kidding me? Chad Benson Show.
3: The Chad Benson Show.
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Tomorrow night in, I'm assuming, somewhat
1: prime time, they're going to do these January 6 hearings. Now, it's it's interesting. There's going to be hearings going on all month, but there's only going to be two or three that are in prime time. And I don't even know who's carrying it. CNN's carrying it. MSNBC, of course, is going to carry it because that's their jam. Uh, And then uh, I don't know if ABC, CBS... NBC is going to carry it. I I have no idea. Maybe. They got James Goldston. who used to be like a big ABC, you know, muckety-muck, who was a big producer, Nightline, Dateline, all these kind of things. He's going to, uh, he's producing, he's jazzing it up for TV. He's going to jazz it up for TV. Look at that. Now, if it's a true, I always go back. You guys have never seen Eddie Izzard. Uh, he's one of the best female comics out there. So Eddie does this great thing about the difference between America being subtle, you know, like uh, Europe being very subtle, especially the Brits. And in America, everything's big and explosions and stuff like that. Like, that's what I assume if we're going to do, you know, if we're going to make it primetime, it's going to be brought to you by, you know, all these kind of things. And there's going to be people drawn on a board. Over here, what I would do right here, you see him sitting here. He is not happy. If I was him, I'd do the end around over here. And... you. But I don't know who this is for. Honestly, I have no idea. But they're gonna they're gonna roll it out and try their best. This is if you hold on a second. You guys smell that? It's desperation. <laughs> That's what it is. It is desperation. But uh, what are they going to try to do, Jonathan Carroll?
3: As it kicks off a series of hearings tomorrow night, the January 6th committee says it will show the attack on the Capitol was not a spontaneous riot, but the culmination of an effort by Donald Trump and his closest allies to overturn a presidential election. Yeah.
1: Dip Schiff will be uh, front and stage. Did you just... No, Schiff, Adam Schiff. And, uh, you know, all the other usual, you know, buffoons and idiots who will also be in probably January of next year being brought up on all kinds of hearings and, you know, accusations made about them once this is done and dusted, uh, because that's what politics has become, which is the pettiest thing in the history of our great country. So will anything come of this? The answer simply is no, it won't. Yesterday, speaking of politics. Matthew McConaughey was at the White House, and I will say this: He was good. He was good. He was powerful. He was impactful. He's from uh, Evaldi, Texas, and the shooting there, of which we know, was absolutely vile, heinous, like you could not believe. As we as we find out more and more about it. And trust me, more and more is coming out. We'll touch on that in a little bit. But uh, he was there. And he gave a, I thought, a very powerful speech responsible gun owners who won't give up their Second
4: Amendment right to bear arms. You know what they all said? We want secure and safe schools and we want gun laws that won't make it so easy for the bad guys to get the damn guns. Responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment being abused and hijacked by some deranged individuals. These regulations are not a step back. They're a step forward for a civil society and the Second Amendment.
1: Yeah. My uncle who is got a uh, uh... He's got himself a decent amount of guns he's put together over the last couple of years. It's hilarious though. I love him, and if he's the one where you like, man. I could see somebody breaks in your house. You, you, you stop the intruder by shooting yourself in the foot, falling over, hitting a lamp, knocking over the intruder who in turn runs, and then you have to go and you have a cast on your leg for six weeks. But he was shocked to find out because we were talking. Uh, yeah, I talked to Derek Dennis yesterday from ABC News. He said there's. Very little chance that any real meaningful stuff gets done. One of the big things is gun shows and private sales. And my uncle's like, what do you mean private sales? Because he's in California. I said, the guy up the street from me has a sign out every day since I've moved here. It's going on five years. Guns for sale. He goes, what do you do? I said, I've been in there. He's got all kinds of guns for sale. You don't have to register. I don't have to give him my name or a photo ID. I can just go buy a gun. (laughs) He's like, well, that doesn't seem right. And I said, you go to a gun show. Well, yeah, you can buy a gun at a gun show. Well, what do you have to do? Is there a waiting period? No, you can buy a gun at a gun show. Now, it's not like that in every state, but here, yes, there's no waiting. They're not doing, and that's several states are like that comprehensive reform. I've said this over and over again. I, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Big believer in the second amendment. I have guns because I'm not hunting. I'm going to tell you that I, I, I have all the food I need. I can go to a store and there's enough food. Well, what if there's no meat? Then I'll have soup. Top ramen will keep you alive for a long time. I have it for my protection, for my family's protection. And yeah, it's kind of fun to go out and shoot. Very much so. But as a big believer in that, I also understand there's responsibility. You know, the the greatest... What's the adage? We're we're only as strong as our weakest link. Well, we've got people out there whose weakest link is dangerous and deadly. And we need some reform that's real. And it's not reform. It's gun responsibility. It's having people enforce these laws. And it's also... Doing everything we can to protect the responsible gun owner while making sure that we catch as many people that are twisting off or dangerous. Which is tough. Look, you're not going to catch everybody. But Matthew McConaughey, again, was moving yesterday. Was very moving in, in what he was talking about.
4: We know it's on the table. We need to invest in mental health care. We need to save for schools. We need to restrain sensationalized media coverage. And we need responsible gun ownership. Responsible gun ownership. We need background checks. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them.
1: Boom. Which a lot of times you don't get. But it's politics, politics. You know the abortion. Remember, when, you know abortion has become the big thing. Well, the Democrats tried to pass something a few, you know, what about a month ago? Once everything had leaked out, to try to protect abortion, they didn't try to protect abortion. What they wanted to do was expand stuff to a, a place that ninety percent of even Democrats don't believe uh, agree with. But they opened it up because it's not about actually trying to come up with something that may be reasonable and have benefits for majority even though we'll make everybody happy it's about getting the i gotcha vote and that's the sad thing no other business and that's what that's what government is at the end of the day it's business but it's business that has us captive and is able to make revenue off of us. But no other business, if they actually had to be accountable for the money they spend and what they do and actual results, could operate the way our government does.
4: This should be a nonpartisan issue. This should not be a partisan issue. There is not a democratic or republican value in one single act of these shooters, not. But people in power have failed to act. So we're asking you, and I'm asking you, will you please ask yourselves, can both sides rise above? Can both sides see beyond the political problem at hand? We've got a chance right now to reach for and to grasp a higher ground above our political affiliations. A chance to make a choice that does more than protect your party. A chance to make a choice that protects our country now and for the next generation.
1: Yeah. I love what he said. Can
4: both sides see beyond the political problem at hand and admit that we have a
1: life preservation problem on our hands. Powerful. His wife was there holding green shoes. I don't know if anybody saw this, but she was holding green shoes of a little girl that was killed that day. And you listen to him describe this here, and you could hear in his voice how impact he is in the city is.
4: Mayday wore green high top Converse with a heart she had hand drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Camilla's got these shoes. Can you show these shoes please? wore these every day. Green Converse with a heart on the right toe. These are the same green Converse on her feet, that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting.
1: How about that? <laughs> Maybe they were a letter. Think about that. I mean, it's... That's real. I have soon to be four year old. I have a soon to be twelve year old. Do I worry about them? No. No, I don't. I don't worry about them twisting off. Do I worry that a classmate may? Is it a possibility? I think anything's a possibility. But I don't want to make it seem like that's an everyday thing because we, we do blow a lot of things out of proportion. But the reality is is we have too many of these. We do. Our nation is brilliant, and we're in the best time in the history of time to be alive. And while there's a lot that divides us, there's a lot that unites us, as Matthew says.
4: Enough with the counterpunching. Enough with the invalidation of the other side. Let's come to the common table that represents the American people. Find a middle ground, place where most of us Americans live anyway. Especially on this issue, because I promise you, uh, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we were being told we are.
1: Truth. Truth. Said something else, too, I thought was great. He goes, It's time to be a leader, right? It's time to stop worrying about being reelected and do the right thing. It's hard. The more I'm around politics, and I've been around politics for the last 15 plus years, uh, the more I realize. Most of these people are elected, and their job is to get reelected. It's not to serve. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson, shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Got some woke stuff coming up, maybe a little monkey pox for you. Can you believe the pox is here? Man, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, that pox is here. PresidentialElectionProject.com. Go there right now, sign up, get updates. Let me tell you about what they're doing. 100 years, the ritual of counting electoral votes was largely uneventful. Congress convene, the votes were tallied, the winner declared, but we saw what happened in 2020, and all of a sudden, Mike Pence is thrown into something that should never have been thrown into. Now, imagine a scenario, 2024, close again, uh, you know, recounts, debates about stuff, lawsuits. Vice President Harris says, you know what? Maybe you should interpret your role. Shouldn't a role be ceremonial? That's what presidential election project wants to do they want to clarify and clarify and 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 clearly define the role of the vice president sure the role is beyond question the role of the vice president should be made clear the position is ceremonial no vp republican or democrat should be in a position where they feel forced to do something or feel like they can do something they should let the states do their job in deciding election results and they should respect that sign up for updates on the great things they're doing as they're trying to essentially go out there and say, hey, look, we want to reform to the Electoral Count Act. Go to presidentialelectionproject.com, sign up, learn how this very important procedural ceremony and what steps Congress has taken to reform and clarify election process and the electoral process. I urge you right now to visit presidentialelectionprocess.com, sign up, get updates. That's presidentialelectionproject.com. Chad Benson Show.
0: don't get into politics as an ordinary suburban housewife one you're a little disrespected i teach my children not to name calls you
2: are a, a
0: come on man um guys can we please keep the chatter to a minimum chad benson This support group is for people who are so woke that they are finding it impossible to have any fun at all.
1: It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. Okay, everyone, welcome. Are you ready? Well, I try, but I find it deeply problematic. Now, I've actually always wanted to try a cheeky little taste of acting better than someone due to something arbitrary.
4: You can try the patronising special.
1: I think I find it's pronounced patronising. It's time for Woke Wednesday all right we do it every wednesday we get a little woke we want to awaken you to the things that are out there because you know what you need to be awoken to these things case in point schools inclusion mightily important even if you're in i don't know elementary school
0: specifically represents the need for continued progress in the areas of inclusion for uh, all members of the LGBTQ plus, 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 plus community. I have those students in my classes. So teaching that acceptance and inclusion in my classroom is absolutely the place to be teaching that. Insert long, awkward pause while I try to imagine why that wouldn't be the place to teach that.
1: Because uh, why do you have to teach stuff like that? Goes back to what we talked about the Why are you not teaching things like, I don't know. Where's the Queen of England from? Uh, Egypt. Who's the first person to land on the moon? Uh, Lance Armstrong. You didn't even get the right Armstrong. <laughs> you might as well have said Stretch Armstrong. <sighs> Telling you guys, wokeness is insane, and it's not going anywhere. Nope, 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 nope.
0: I will say I am very glad that I'm feeling so good about my haircut and that it came out so good because when I got off work to go to this hair appointment, um, yeah, I was about ready to scream at the next person who called me girl. I work in a place that happens to have a lot of older people, a lot of seniors, and every time they refer to me, it's always, Ladies, girl, it's non-stop. And I know they don't know that I'm non-binary, but it's still exhausting. Oh, my God.
1: (sighs) There's a theme here. Do you guys know what the theme is? The theme is an older generation looks at this and laughs their ass off and says, get on with your life. A younger generation lives in these kind of moments. You're going to find that more and more in school. You're going to have more activists than teachers. And you're gonna have more people at your work that you're gonna to have to have meetings about because, well, they need to uh, tell the world exactly who, how, what they identify as. Ah, uh, you got woke. This has been Woke Wednesday. Are you awoken to all the things that you need to be awoken to? Everybody ultimately loses with blood. If
4: not, wake up. Thank you, comrade.
1: Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty-four, twenty-three. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. were just talking about Twitter earlier. Like, what do you do with Twitter at this point in time? I don't know. I tweeted for the first time in like 10 days last night. And then I'm like, meh. <laughs> Chad Benson Show.
0: independent life this is Chad Benson
1: where oh where are we going when it comes to this economy kids say everybody had those chad what do I talk like that how weird would that be I probably wouldn't work in this business so I want you guys to know that I'd probably be a baseball announcer because for whatever reason we like our baseball announcers to have weird inflections and voices back to the economy It's not good news. You're the Democrats. You're already seeing your asses get handed to you on things like crime, homelessness, crime, homelessness, but you've got inflation. Oh, man. Yeah. And that sucks. Rebecca Jarvis, big muckety muck when it comes to the old financial world.
0: Mark Zandi at Moody's Analytics believes that if oil prices top $150 a barrel, we will surely be on a path to recession. Now, that is a big and scary word. It can mean job losses, bankruptcies, a slowdown in the economy. $150
1: a barrel? What's that look like gas-wise? Honestly, I mean, you think about $150 a barrel. Let's take a look where oil is at this moment in time I like to keep you guys up to date currently it's sitting Brett crude I don't know who Brent is but he's very crude 121 almost 128 now I've traded oil uh which is a fool's errand by the way just do not <laughs> it is a uh it's a tough thing man those traders on the floor are vicious. <laughs> I've seen so many people get their asses handed to them when they were trading commodities, trading oil. I'm like, you have no idea. You're getting into a game that you're not ready to win. But we're only $30 away from that. That's not something that I think people want to think about. But we're already thinking recession. Let's be real. You can't not be thinking recession. You've got to be thinking The slowdown's here.
0: There are things that you can do at any time. For example, taking on additional work. The jobs market is incredibly strong right now. Paying down debts, getting rid of credit cards if you don't need them, and setting up some budgets so that you yourself can be as in the best possible situation you can be in if this economic slowdown comes, as some analysts are predicting now.
1: Now, what she said was all of that. I'm going to break it down to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're headed towards a crash landing. If you could please put your seatbelt on and put your hands over your head as you dip them into your lap and kiss your ass goodbye. (laughs) So what she said, really what she meant is, this is coming and you cannot stop. it. Now, the question is, how big will it get? That's the that's the in any recession. Because there's two different kinds of ways that you look at recession. We saw a mighty crash and then a bounce, and then we worked our way back, and then Trump put it on, you know, supercharged it. If you're an adult, you've probably been through a few of them. Now, since I have been a child and then a teenager and then a young adult and then a kind of an adult and then a little bit more of an adult who finally am a full-fledged adult i've been through a few of these but i remember as a child that nasty stagflation and you're hearing more and more people echo you know the stuff's not going anywhere anytime soon right you're like what yeah you guys know that right it's not going anywhere this inflation's here uh, for a while i'm like when you say a while Oh, yeah, it could be a couple, two, three, four years. That right there is terrifying. But is it possible? Oh, yeah, it's possible. How likely is that? Here's the one thing that separates us from, I think, the past, is we have opportunities to do things and, I think, to maneuver out of them quicker than we did back then. They're foolish to think that they're going to do anything to slow anything, uh, you know, to to fix this and then to set it on his way. But I think there are going to be ways to rebound much quicker. But gas is going to be it. Period. Case closed. That's going to be the absolute driving force when it comes to what's going to take place. Because if gas prices continue to live in a world of five, six, seven, eight bucks, depending on where you are, that's a tough thing to overcome.
0: It is now a question of not if but when gas prices in this country top five dollars for the national average. Now we are all too aware that gas prices have been climbing. This morning we are looking at a national average of four ninety-five, and there is no sign of this slowing down.
1: My fear is stagflation. So that's my period. So the 70s, we saw ta- st- uh, stagflation. Uh, Japan saw what they call the lost decade from 1991 to 2001, where it was this kind of, you know, one step forward, one step back. Interest rates, you know, were high. Uh, economic growth rate was virtually none. Employment remained kind of. Uh, above where it is but nobody was really getting ahead nobody was really falling behind it was kind of as we like to joke about the general malaise it was a general malaise chad yes i do believe it was so is there a potential for that that's that to me worries me more than a recession right because i look at a recession as you 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 have a chance to bounce back up and and go where stagflation is eh, we're not really we weren't really down but we're not really up we're just kind of stumbling and gas is going to be a big part of it and and like i said we can do things we can drill here we can do a lot of different things that won't immediately bring us relief but in the future it definitely can bring relief and here's something else to think about when we talk about oil prices and could it get to 150 Iran has a lot of oil, lots of countries not named us, uh, get their stuff from there. We may even allow more oil to flow without a deal when it comes to their nuclear. But apparently Iran's nuclear, you know, the breakout of when they can create a weapon is now zero. It's not two months. It's not 90 days. It's now, yeah, they can do it right this second. Oh. And as we're seeing, you have a nuclear weapon. You have changed the game. If you have a nuclear weapon, you are, well, you've got a nuclear weapon. You're now at a table that other people aren't at. What would that do to oil prices? Something to think about. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Gun legislation uh, and hearings going on today. It's going to be interesting to see the way that this plays itself out. There is going to be a uh, several people are going to, you know, uh, be there. Survivors of, of shootings, including uh, Uvaldi, but uh, yesterday GMA uh, had on the. teacher of one of the classrooms he had 11 students 11 all of them are dead he had more during the day but they had an award ceremony and a bunch of uh uh parents came and some of them said you know look i i don't have time to get you in the afternoon can you come home now and they did so he had 11 but he described what took place they were watching a movie when all of a sudden gunfire rang out
4: the kids started asking out loud uh, mysterious, what is going on. And I said, I don't know what's going on. Um, but let's go ahead and get under the table, uh, get under the table and act like you're asleep. Um, as they were doing that and I was gathering them under the table and told them to act like they were going to sleep is about the time when I turned around and saw him standing there.
1: Yeah. And you listen to him talk. He called them cowards. They abandoned the police. He saw them. Apparently, some of them were getting some of their kids out. Uh, The kids were screaming and yelling.
4: One of the students from the next door classroom um, was saying, officer, we're in here. We're in here. And then, uh, but they had already left. And then um, he got up from from behind my desk and he walked over there and he shot over there again.
1: He was shot twice, said he felt helpless, as you would in a situation like that, because you have nothing. You
4: have a bulletproof vest. I had nothing. I had nothing. You're supposed to protect and serve. There is no excuse for their actions. And I will never forget them. I would never forgive them.
1: Nor should you. And 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 I have to ask the question, how in God's name do you live in that town if you're a police officer right now? How is there even a police force? How how did the state not come down and go, you know, we're gonna spend the entire police force while we do this investigation? The surrounding areas are gonna come help uh with everything. And uh I, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. it's uh you know and somebody sent me something yesterday and we have talked about it uh, on more than a few occasions about look yes it's already been to the courts it's been ruled upon as an officer you're under no obligation to run in and to as they say protect and serve Warren versus DC 2005 Supreme Court ruling, Supreme Court ruled that police did not have a constitutional duty to protect a person from harm. That being said, that's your job. And you would like to think that of, of of the God knows how many officers were there when all of this was going on because it grew throughout the day. There wasn't one of you that had a backbone or cojones enough to do anything to even put up a fight, but you had parents that were willing to do it. You might as well have ceded the situation to them. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson, shows your Twitter. Tweet, a, tweet at us, text the program. little what's trending coming up. Plus, a little bit later, we got some monkeypox news. Very excited about the pox. Are you really? No. 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 But we got something funny, so we'll talk about that. Eden Pure. Kills odors immediately. The Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm is incredible. You're going to want to go to eatandpuredeals.com. You're going to type in... The code is going to be CHAD, C-H-A-D-3. You're going to save $200. And you're going to get three amazing, incredible air purifiers. The actually two Thunderstorm. There's no masking. It destroys odors like that. Over a quarter of a million have been sold, and they're continuing to fly off the shelves. There's a reason for that. They're amazing. They work. You will smell the difference in moments. You never have to buy air filters, and it's literally out of the box, plug it into the wall, And you'll smell the difference in moments, no matter how bad the smell is. Right? Like somebody cooked fish in the microwave and it got gross. Ah, you've got laundry room full of stinky kid clothes. Ah, it doesn't matter. It kills odors immediately. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3 to save $200 and get free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show.
0: me too hashtag immigration reforms. hashtag help i'm trapped in a hashtag factory and i can't get out the chad benson show five four three two one zero ignition off. now it's time to
1: find out what's trending what's trending yeah what does that mean i mean something right like it's trending on the old internet what's trending i like to find out what's trending it's important Things trend. Matthew McConaughey trended a lot yesterday. He saw his emotional speech. California election results. Uh, they were, how should I say this? Uh, the Dems were kicked in the grunt. It's the best way to describe it. Including Chester Bodine, who was ousted as the San Francisco district attorney, who, whose entire thing was apparently, I would like to be the district attorney. I'm going to uphold law and order by allowing... Nobody to ever be held accountable for anything in the history of forever. And people in San Francisco finally said, you know what? We appreciate that, but we're going to go with somebody else. Head over to Twitter where everybody's crazy. As you know, Kid Rock is trending. Apparently he refused to apologize for a 2019 rant at his Nashville honky-tonk where he attacked Oprah Winfrey. Was she there? I never even heard that. I didn't. He's a tripper. i tell you what, tripper. Uh, something else. Live, Saudi Arabian Golf Tour, whatever it is. Uh, apparently, several other big names may be announced in a couple of days who are leaving because the money being thrown at them, as we talked about yesterday, the price is high. Some of the stuff that they're talking about, including the fact that Bryson Shambo, Ricky Fowler, and Patrick Reed, all in their primes, Ricky's struggling, but they're all in their primes, especially Bryson, may be leaving to join that. That would be a huge uh, coup, as the kids would say. Also on Twitter, more about Chesa Bodim and his recall. He's not giving up, though, kids. He'll be back. I don't really know what he's back for, but he's coming back. And Russia claims advances in Ukraine in fighting. As it continues. And remember, they go into places now and they destroy it, but they can't occupy it. They do not have enough men on the ground to actually hold any of these. And that's the thing. The thing isn't blowing stuff up. Anybody could do that at this point in time. It's occupying, and they're fighting a land war, essentially. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show's your
2: Twitter, the
1: Chad Benson Show. A lot of stuff going on. California spoke up yesterday against the Democrats, and they said, look, crime, we're not a fan of it. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Not a lot of people are, except for criminals. They seem to be quite fine with crime. Homelessness, they're not a fan of that. Uh, Runaway inflation, they're not a fan of that. If you're the Democrats, you're sitting there, you're going, what are we going to do to fix this? You can do nothing at this point. It's like uh, John Wick, that part in John Wick, the first one, when his, the, the Russian guy's dad's talking to his kid, you know, who's, you know, who he beat up and stole his car. He goes, that man was John Wick. He will come for you, and you can do nothing. It's kind of the same thing right now. The voters will come for you, and you can do nothing. It's the way I feel. Oh, my goodness. It's going to get ugly, potentially. And everybody's like, well, so tomorrow night you got the January 6th here in primetime. I don't know what that's about. Whatever. If they think it's going to pay off, that's fine. But remember, we're a nation that unless it all happens, like you would have to have the January 6th hearings two nights before to make a dent. You'd have to have gun. Well, gun. Well, yeah. You're gonna have to have a shooting right before, and you're gonna have to have abortion. The hearing. You would have to have the the actual ruling the day before to get people to do anything. Because by the time November rolls around, we have what? The attention span of a gnat. We went from the Buffalo shooting to Uvalde, like that. Abortion was a big deal, and then it was pushed away. We've got a war raging in Eastern Europe, and people are like, mm. because we have five, six, seven dollar gas. I don't even know what. Producer Phil, you buy meat? What's hamburger cost nowadays? You know, hamburger is going up in price. And you know, I just bought uh, a lot of stuff bulk, so I got it a little bit cheaper. But it's three ninety nine a pound at least. Oh my God, that's expensive. That's expensive. That is hard to overcome if you're a Democrat in the midterms. It is. It's going to be very hard to overcome. Will they? You may get one or two that surprise, but do I think in 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 mass that you're going to see a a huge? You know, we're going to steady the course and stay with them. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't foresee any of that. I see an actual. 60, 70, 80 seats, some are predicting that they may bounce and head over to the Republicans. And that's, you're talking about a whooping. I mean, that's a, that's a, like a quarter of them all jumping over. That's a whooping. You got boat raced. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Shaw, what's your Twitter? Tweet at us. Text the program. I'm sitting there last night uh, as we're in between doing a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, on the local show. And Ari, uh, Ari Melberg comes on. I think his name is Ari Melberg. And he is a uh, uh, one of these guys in the old MSNBC where everything, you know, because MSNBC, everything's about race, everything's about January 6th, everything's about Trump and how bad they hate him. And and I'm like I gotta tell Anthony. So we get we need to pull this up. This looks interestingly stupid. And this was about a rapper and his quote unquote lyrics. Because there is a rapper right now that is in serious trouble, and his lyrics are playing a part in. It.
3: But here the government is trying to use these artists' fiction and their characters against them. Kitchens performs as Gunna, a singer and rapper with two number one albums. Williams performs as Young Thug. He's known for a melodic trap style and gender-bending performances. Both now charge in a mass...
1: Come on, was that not hilarious? He's known for his melodic trap style and a gender-bending performance.
3: It's an 88-page indictment of 28 people in Atlanta for drugs, guns, and violent offenses. The DA using a broad racketeering law to charge people for some activities committed by other people they know. The DA claims these artists' art is itself criminal evidence, citing their lyrics 11 times in that indictment.
1: Yeah, 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 about that. You had, uh, what's his name, Takashi Tech-9 or whatever, who is, you know, I mean a lot of these 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 rappers, a lot of these you know they're, they're it's not like you look at Snoop and Dr Dre and and Ice cube back in the day and you know they knew a lot of the people around music was their way out. they sang about what they saw. there were some affiliations obviously were they full members of gangs it's not this this is different many of these guys are. But, of course, it's got to be about, you know, uh, a race, right? Like, that that's always one of those things where, okay, yeah. And the other thing is, the lyrics themselves, can they? Can they not? Is it only black people?
3: They know that art does have some First Amendment protection, but they argue if the lyrics reveal real criminal intent, then they can be used in court. Let's take a look.
2: I shot the sheriff, but I shot a
3: man in Reno. Just to watch him die. Wait a minute. That's actually not the evidence. Those are white artists. Prosecutors do not typically treat white people's art in America as criminal evidence. Didn't happen to Johnny Cash, who was arrested seven times. Didn't happen to Jack Sparrow, government named Johnny Depp. Didn't happen to Eric Clapton, who was arrested for drug.
1: But did he shoot the sheriff? (laughs) Well, he didn't. It never happens? When I saw this last night, I was like, that's a lie. That's an absolute, bold-faced BS. Lie, lie, lie. Timothy Joseph McGee. Monster of Atwater Village. Went to school, by the way. And grew up with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's on death row. In fact, Los Angeles Times named one of the most 20 notorious killers in the history of California. The dude is all that is violence. A beast of a human being. He was a wannabe rapper. And his lyrics, because they when they arrested him, he had a lyric book, were all part of the evidence when it came to his trial. McGee's uh, incriminating hip-hop lyrics were used against him in court, which detailed a number of murders. But he, they weren't actually like the murders of some of the people. He compared himself to Freddy Krueger and Jesse James. Oh. But no, that's not possible. That can't happen. It, 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 what do you mean it can't happen? No, it it, it can. It, it, you're saying that these things can't happen. You're saying that these things, that, that it's only black artists. That's not true. That's that's not true
3: at all. Prosecutors are treating fiction by prominent black artists as if it were fact. Every lyric you're about to hear from the new case is cited as criminal evidence.
1: Why is this? Kill it Twelve, hey.
4: yeah, it needs an open Eastland. It's not a policeman. Kill him, I needed a chase.
3: Yeah, just killed a man. Put a gun against his hand. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. I told him everything on me. Carnation needs just a
1: lucky king. Oh, you heard them throw a queen because they also threw a queen in there, too, as if Freddie Mercury was out shooting people. Or lived that kind of lifestyle. He lived a different lifestyle. We all know. But it shows you just the insanity of which we're going to have to paint something as completely racist. If you're singing the things that you see and know. And maybe are involved with. Could it not be used as evidence? It doesn't mean it's, it's, it's going to get them anywhere. But I love how they're like, well, that was never really, uh, you know, that was never uh, ever used against a white guy. No, it has. It has. And he's got the death penalty. And he was a horrible human being. In fact, he terrorized Atwood Village so bad that they looked at the police records and they said when he was in jail, the crime precipitously dropped compared to when he was out of jail. He didn't even make an album. They just took his lyric book.
3: Now, in court, a prosecutor referred to Williams' slang name, King Slime, arguing he's this gang's leader. He
5: is the one they're all afraid of. He's the one that's King Slime.
3: He's King Slime. Now, it sounds absurd, but the audience here is a system where most judges are, quote, white men in their 70s who do not even get rap music, as one lawyer put it.
1: Oh, okay. So because of that, because you don't get it, none of this is... You're trying to make something because you want to seem like you're woke and, and, and whatnot. That's foolishness. There'll be evidence that'll be brought forward, right? Go back to, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, Takashi Tech-9 or whatever the hell his name is, I didn't hear you bringing him up and those lyrics were part of the thing. Well, that's right, because he did real time. Then he flipped on all of his other gang members. God, the way Ari talks about it, it's like he and Young Thug go way back. Yeah, we grew up together. <laughs> you did? Yeah, totally. Oh, yes. Every week we used to hang out <laughs> at the club. Which club? You know, the club. 323 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I was listening to some of those lyrics. I'm like, what did he say? <laughs> could you imagine that? Like, could somebody translate that for him? Oh, my goodness, Chad, you're just an old white guy. No, I love me some hip hop. I got no problem with a lot of this stuff. I don't. I think there's more to it than just the lyrics. That's all I'm saying, kids and kittens. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423. At Chad Benson Shoes, your Twitter. Raycon. Best of your buds around. Summertime is here. That's right, summertime has arrived. So midsummer summer, you're going to want best earbuds around. These are the premium audio earbuds where you can listen to every kind of music, from young thug to anybody else you want to, like queen. Oh, I love me some queen. Maybe mash them up. But they're incredible. And they've got new ways to control the volume, new ways to do certain things, like full isolation or what I love, which is the awareness mode. You can hear, but you can also hear around you. So when I'm golfing, these are my go-to. Great for working out hardcore, optimized gel tips. You can leave them in all day. You're not going to feel them. They won't budge. Eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, best earbuds around for half the price of other premium audio earbuds and over 49,000, one, two, three, four, five-star reviews. Right now, get yourself the best earbuds around, period, case closed, end of story. By going to buyraycon.com slash chad, you're going to save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad and Joe.
0: Being antisocial sucks. Hang with Chad's friends on Facebook, The Chad Benson Show. And if you just need some alone time, head on over to Twitter at Chad Benson Show. Either way, we can't wait to meet the real you. Jim Seals has
2: died.
3: The lead singer and half of the popular soft rock duo Seals and Crofts was 80. The group scored three top ten singles in the 70s. Darling, if you
2: want me
5: to
3: be closer to you. To me seals had lived in costa rica since the 80s he survived by his wife of over 50 years under,
2: sure
1: oh a little yacht rock for you right there hope he didn't die from the monkey pox the monkey pox yeah it's here was it the world health organization upped it to like i don't know level two i don't even know what you know I'm going to explain to you guys this. Uh, you can get monkeypox if you want to. <laughs> if you enjoyed the chickenpox, then you're going to love the monkeypox. That's right, the monkeypox, freshly imported from Europe. Hey! But you better hurry, because it's not going to be around forever. So now's your chance to get your very own monkeypox. pox. Hey! And if you act right now, you'll have a chance to get Clampox. That's right, Clampox, your very own, but you've got to act now. To order your monkeypox, call 1-800-MONKEY-1. That's 1-800-MONKEY-1. And if you're one of the next 25 callers, you'll get a free Clampox. So don't miss out on this great offer. It's great for the family. Don't miss out. Get the monkeypox now. Yeah, you get the monkey pox. You really can't. you got to try to get the monkey pox. It's body fluid. It's spending a lot of time with somebody. It's human-to-human, skin-to-skin contact. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> my on-air partner uh, for my local show is a hypochondriac. And uh, to show you the—he the, the he was worried, like, do we have to wear a mask? Because the CDC put out yesterday, you 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 should be prepared to wear a mask if you're traveling overseas. Uh, and then it was quickly taken down after like an hour or two. Why? Because that will do nothing, will not prevent the monkeypox, skin-to-skin, human contact. It's not like COVID. The fact that the CDC put it out there shows you the insanity. And then it goes back to, like, some places are masking up again with COVID. What kind of mask are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing this cheap one I bought, but it's kind of cool. Why? It doesn't stop anything. No, 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 it does. No, it doesn't. It's you're doing something arbitrarily because somebody asked you to and their thing is wear a mask. It's no different than saying, hey, COVID's out there. Uh, you know, when you come in here, you got to do 10 jumping jacks. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's been shown not to work. But as far as the monkeypox goes, you guys have nothing. Mostly, I'm pretty much sure there's a chance. Very little. But you never know. I mean, if you try hard. You could try to get it. It's po- may, may probably not. That's what I'm saying. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Ched Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Oh man! Last night California uh, really sent a message. I think to uh, to the Democrats of what's coming, and not just because of inflation. I want to talk a bit about that next. After you get any of the show. And you think God, I'd like to have more, but your place isn't carrying it. First of all, shame on them. Secondly, grab the podcast. You can grab the podcast where good podcasts are available. Underneath those, you'll find mine: 3-2-3-5-3-24-23. Chesapeake Bodine was tossed out uh, uh, last night. He is the woke DA. He spoke.
2: People are angry. They're frustrated. And I want to be very clear about what happened tonight. The right wing billionaires outspent us three to one. They exploited an environment in which people are appropriately upset. And they created an electoral dynamic where we were literally shadow boxing. Voters were not asked to choose between criminal justice reform and something else. They were given an opportunity to voice their frustration and their outrage, and they took that opportunity. Because you did
1: a piss-poor job, right? Like, that's their outrage. The outrage was, you're a DA who did nothing DA-like. You were more of a friend to the criminal to the victims. So it wasn't just inflation. People are upset about a lot of things, but rampant homelessness and crime running amok is not going to get you reelected and or save your job, especially if your job is to be the number one crime fighter in the city. Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. And Thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. So you got a guy outside of uh Kavanaugh's
1: house today uh threatening to kill him with a gun. I wonder why. Anyone know uh why that might happen? Because of the whole reproductive thing? Maybe. Jen Psaki, let's go back. Less than a month ago. Is that there
4: are voices on the right who have called out um, this uh, protests that are happening uh, while remaining silent for years on protests that have happened outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan Secretary of State, or including threats made to women seeking rep- reproductive health care or even an insurrection against our capital.
1: Oh, OK. So there's that. Going to some, but first of all, I'm going to say this, and I, and I want everybody to listen to this clear. The beauty of our country is we have all these amazing things. right? We, got the, we have our Bill of Rights. We have our our, our Constitution. It's the bedrock of the foundation of who we are. It is amazing. With these things come responsibilities, and we know that Americans, like a lot of human beings, at times shirk responsibilities and or take advantage of situations and or, or just plain asshats. If you go to somebody's house to protest, you're a clown. Stay away from somebody's house. If you go to somebody's house to stand outside because you're angry because they're a school board member, stop it. There's a law in place. You can't go to their houses. That wasn't just enacted. That's been around for a while. The difference here, Jen. This guy brought a gun and he said, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> That's and I will tell you guys this right now. Reproductive rights, all of those things, we could talk about it at nauseum, right? And we have, and I'm sure we will. More and more in the future as it gets closer and closer, the SCOTUS is going to officially uh, unleash the, uh, I don't know, you know, the, 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 what we already know what is coming. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If you were to kill a sitting Supreme Court justice based on a ruling that you didn't like, Because you think you're doing something for justice. You're doing the exact opposite. And what kind of effect do you think that's going to have? In a world of tit for tat. Just curious. 3235382423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter if you want to tweet at me. I don't use Twitter. That much. I tweeted last night about Chesapeal Dean losing. He's the woke DA who got, you know, basically kicked out on his ass in San Francisco because apparently they're like, you know, I get justice reform. Seems like it's something we should be looking at. But no, no, your brand of uh, of of no responsibility and no no, you know, way that you sentence anybody, arrest anybody, convict anybody. Uh no, 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 nothing. Yeah, we're we're not doing that. And you can say, oh, billionaires spent all this money against remember George Soros has funded a lot of these progressives, including Mr. Woke Bodine himself and George Cascon, who's down in Los Angeles, we cannot prosecute our way out of these. But this was uh this I think was a bit of a wake up call because it wasn't just about Jessica Bodine. You've got Rick Caruso, who is a Democrat, maybe, uh, who is now a Democrat, but for all of his life up to three years ago, he was a Republican, a very conservative Republican who's worth a lot of money, who is running on the same thing to be mayor as people were running against Chester Bodine to recall him. Crime is through the roof. Homelessness is a problem. People are fleeing these states and these cities. And he had backings, by the way, of celebs that you would think, no way. No way. But yeah, big celebs. Yesterday, Gwyneth Paltrow. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. He's running against Karen Bass. Uber left. And it's been one of those stalwarts of, uh, you know, God. I mean, my grandfather passed away like six, seven years ago. But I remember he was a muckety-muck in the political world. And Karen Bass, back you know, in like this, like the '90s, in the '80s, was part of you know politics, you know, in and out California. But the Democrats, you better pay attention.
2: So you say California is about
5: to experience a political earthquake right now. How so? Concerns about crime, and even more, I think, disorder associated with pervasive homelessness and large encampments really is sending uh, shockwaves through the politics of both cities. These are two of the uh, biggest liberal large cities in America. I mean, it shows just how much, even in democratic strongholds, there is broad concern now about public safety that extends across racial lines. I mean, this is evident, on in every community uh, in the city.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is not about race. I've always talked about that. Everybody always say, you know, well, it's 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 a racial thing. It's not. Tell me what people of color, whatever that color may be, what people of color, what social justice, political justice, Criminal justice. If I don't know, well, the black guy's doing it, and Asian guy's doing it, Hispanic guy's doing it, and because it's mostly Hispanic community, we're okay with it. No, nobody wants that. You know, there's a uh, great story. A little sidebar here. That's interesting. I like to tell stories. Uh, about a Army Ranger who, in the nineties, in Tacoma, Washington, purchased a house in a predominantly black neighborhood because he thought this neighborhood's going to eventually be good. It's going to start to grow back, but right now it's got problems. And he got a great deal, so he bought it. Bought it for virtually nothing. And he's a white guy, like he and he's a white. He's a you know Special Ops Army Ranger. He's got the thick black glasses. I mean, he is. And he knew drug dealing was going on, and he wanted to be a kind of a force for good in in Tacoma in this area, and he he was, but he talked about the fact that look, predominantly black area where people live in absolute fear because other people who are black are selling drugs and committing crimes and running amok. Yet nobody wants that. And if you don't know anything about the shootout in Tacoma, it's very interesting. Let's just say that he and the gang members didn't get along. They came to kill him one night. Little did they know he had invited all of his ranger friends over. And he told them, hey, bring your weapons just in case. And it didn't go well for the gang's. Nobody likes crime. Nobody does. The basic, you know, going to the store down the street in certain parts of this country is impossible without walking through a metal detector, without walking to an area where they've got armed security because people have decided they're going to come and steal. Who thinks that's a good idea? Well, it's about justice reform. Some of them can't eat. Enough with that. We have a problem in this country with obesity amongst our poor. But to say that again. Poor people are fat. Enough with, I have, I have, outside of Karen Carpenter, I don't know anybody else who's ever starved to death in America. <laughs> am I going to get in trouble for that, Phil? I know you're laughing, but am I going to get in trouble for that? <laughs> You've got to really try. My God, the basic necessities. So my grandfather passed away and my, uh, my uncle and I, we've got a house and it's, it's an interesting house. We're surrounded on the street in Long Beach and there's like a nursery, uh, not a nursery for kids, but for plants. And it goes around the house and it's really weird. It's like one of those things where you'd see a drawing and like, why is that little house amongst all these other things? But they have a part of the house now is uh, like a little supermarket, a little store, a little like liquor store thing. And they talk all the time about it. they're robbed. It's almost like a daily basis kind of thing. Every time you go in there, you got new plexiglass. They got new this. They got new that. And you're thinking, my God, that's just, that's, that's. So what ends up happening? Well, when that stuff happens, guess what ends up happening? Who do you think pays for that? The people that are law abiding citizens to go there to buy something. Why? Because those people have to cover the cost of all the other asshats who commit crimes. Um, but more
5: broadly, I think it shows the danger, the risk to Democrats when people feel certainty is withdrawn from their life. When you are the party in power and people feel like they can't count on basic rules of daily life from the price of gas to the ability to walk their kids to school without being accosted—that um, That is, I think, a very dangerous position for the party in power. And I think we're going to see that in California.
1: Yeah. And I think elsewhere, too. Remember New York, man, they got that uh, super woke. D A when Adams came in, and uh, within like you know two weeks, people were like, hey, we should recall this guy, and all of a sudden he's not as woke as he used to be. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson show is your Twitter tweet text. Love hearing from every single one of you. Omaha Steaks baby, oh yeah. Last night get home. It's one of those nights, you know that that we're barbecuing. We've got our Omaha steaks. We're having hot dogs. And it's just great because Charlie and I are swimming. She kept her bathing suit on until I got home. And we swam for about an hour. It was just fun. Sun's going down. It's awesome. That's what I love. Omaha steaks are great. And barbecuing, there's memories there. Dad's want steaks package is ninety nine dollars. Limited time package, sixteen mouth watering entrees, guaranteed love. Now you got the smoky tender bacon wrap fillet mignons. You've got the gourmet jumbo franks. We got a few of those left. The air chilled boneless uh, chicken breast, and the sweet finish for you at the end, caramel apple tartlets. Those are all gone, by the way. Those are gone like that. Plus, they're gonna throw in free eight Omaha steak burgers. What I love about it, though, is the fact that you know doing something like that. I remember, you know, barbecuing with my dad, even though, you know, he wasn't with me for a very long time. I love that. Spending time, swimming, having fun, the barbecue. Give dad what he wants this Father's Day. Get him Omaha Steaks, all backed by an unconditional 100% money back guarantee. Get the Dads Want Steaks package for 99 bucks. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Benson in the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com. Benson goes right in the search bar. You're going to get the $99 deal with 100% money back guarantee. It's the Dads Want Steak Package. omahasteaks.com. Benson is the keyword. Chad Benson Show.
0: Warning. No snowflake Zone. Uninformed opinions are in danger of melting. The Chad Benson Show. Show. Gas prices are insane. People are trying to run businesses, can't do it because they can't afford it. And then they have to extend that to their customers. Then you have the baby formula shortage. Everything is given free to the illegals at the border. Everything. And the Americans, hardworking Americans, get nothing. And it's very, very sad. Our government is, is useless right now. It's absolutely useless. And something needs to be done.
1: If I'm a Republican, she's my spokesperson and I say, "Hey ma'am, can I just run this on a loop on all of my ads?" With all of the things As she says, you know, gas prices up. Up pops a, you know, uh, you know, 579 when she says the the baby formula shortage. Up pops the baby formula and then you've got what? You've got empty shelves. I mean, you She just summed up, though, what everybody's feeling. And this is something I want you guys to take. The gas thing is so, this is a perfect example of of living very myopically in a world where you are just so much better than everybody else. And so, whatever. This is Debbie Stabe now. She's a Democrat from Michigan. You're the woman. People are struggling to put food on their table. Let's hear from her
5: after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally
0: get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station. It didn't matter how
4: high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to
0: be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international market.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. What about the person who's got, you know, a young family? What about an older person that's on a fixed income? What about their whims? Of, oh, I'm just going to go out and purchase me an electric vehicle so I can just go by just fancifully shouting at people, look at me, I'm better than you! And I go back to this. Let's say today we converted to completely electrical. How's that look? How many of the grids are prepared to handle that out of curiosity? If you said virtually none, you'd be correct. But yes, my car is zero admissions. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you put electricity in your car. And where do you think you, you get that? They don't back a unicorn up into it. And it farts and magically your car's delicious and it works well. That's coal. That's hydro. It's not nuclear because we couldn't do nuclear. So so myopic. Well, I just drive by everything because I've got a car that is super electric and I'm better than you. 323 538 At Chad Benson shows your Twitter to Chad Benson Shows.
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Gun Reform, Capitol Hill. Today, it's a lot, it is, you know, uh, I talk about this, I love my job, and the last 10 days, I will say, I don't want to do my job, I haven't had fun doing it, I haven't, go home every night, squeeze my little one a little tighter, Uh, I haven't had fun doing this uh, for the last 10 days. It's tough stuff it's tough when you hear teachers that survived a mass shooting talk about their fourth graders who were slaughtered in front of him stuff when you hear that the Mayberry police is probably the and you know what I said yesterday that's that's not even being fair to Barney Fife I think Barney Fife would have went in there he might have said you know Andy I think I'm gonna get a shot but he might have gone Hearings going on today, though, uh, about gun reform. Can anything get done?
4: The 18-year-old terrorist who stormed into my community armed with an AR-15, killing 10 people and injuring three others, received a shotgun from his parents for his 16th birthday. For Zaire's 16th birthday, I bought him a few video games, some headphones, a pizza, and a cake.
1: We are not the same. No. Now, in saying that, There's nothing wrong with owning a gun. I am a gun owner. Proud to be, by the way. But with that comes responsibility. With that comes personal responsibility. Being able to to understand that, yes, you know what? I'm more responsible than some other people. And unfortunately, there's times we can't have certain nice things because people are idiots. And that we have to figure out how we go about doing everything we can to protect those idiots. At times from themselves and at times from making sure they don't hurt other people and or kill other people. My son Jack is, he's scared of guns. It's kind of interesting. Scared of guns. Uh, But interested in and i get that right yeah he don't know he's not grown up in a place where you know he's grown up in california the first time he came out here with me and he saw guys driving down the street on their motorcycle and he's like dad why do they have guns you know they had they had their guns in their you know holsters i said well it's in the state you can do that and he was fascinated but scared like really but what if i'm like what if what what if what, Jack? Well, what if they, I said, that's, that's you know what? You, you, you think everybody who has a gun is dangerous. It's not a police officer. That's not true. I think part of what we need to do is educate. And I do think we don't need, you know, people say we need reform. We need this, that, and the other. What we need is gun responsibility. Gun responsibility. So we hear less stories. Like this.
0: He shot my friend that was next to me, and I thought he was going to come back to the room.
4: So I grabbed the blood and um, put it all over
1: me. It's a little girl who put blood all over herself in the shooting last week. So she could pretend. To be dead. We need responsibility. We do. And we, we can't have that because we have politics. And politics usually gets in the way of responsibility. Because politics is more interested in politics and less interested in responsibility. Because quite frankly, in the politics and the unresponsibility there is what well there's a issue there and with issues comes what opportunities to take those issues and grow those issues and make them something that you can get reelected on that's the problem in a lot of ways that is Carolyn Maloney, Democrat, New York.
5: We know the United States does not have a monopoly on mental illness, video games, or any other excuse. What America does have is widespread
1: access to guns. Some of that's true. But there are other countries in the world that are first world countries that have guns. We talked about Switzerland. They really don't have an army to speak of. They have a small And I say small army. But it's your duty as a individual to own a gun in Switzerland. Because should something happen. And they were to be invaded. They want people to be prepared. So you go and train. And then you have the option to buy the gun and they see it as a responsibility to their country to own a gun. These weapons have no place
5: in our communities, no civilian needs an assault rifle. And the Second Amendment does not protect the right to own a weapon of war.
1: You know, uh. There was an article the other day, and, and I'm going to see if I can find it. It was a very interesting article, though. It was about the fact that the first time we saw anything like this when the, quote-unquote, weapon of war was out on the streets was a bank robbery that took place, I believe it was 98, and it was one of the most fascinating things I'd ever watched in my entire life. It was called the Hollywood uh, Bank Robbery. Okay? So you had a two guys, and they are... Loaded for bear. And I mean, loaded for bear. Heavily armed, like you could not believe. They come out of the bank. All right. So, this is Larry Phillips Jr. and Emil Masserano. They come out of the bank, and the North Hollywood cops show up. And these guys had enabled their. Rifles to be fully automatic. And they had a ton of them. The police showed up. They had nothing comparatively. Some patrol cars had 12 gauge shotguns. Most of them had 9 millimeter pistols or 38 revolvers. These two carried uh, the Chinese version of the AK 47, a Bushmaster. They had a, a 100 round drum magazine. Heckler and uh, HK 91 rifle. They were done up fully in complete uh, gear. And it was a gun battle. And I remember the police gotten to the point where they had, they were saying, we've got nothing. We can't get these guys. And they were going to gun stores. And to sporting goods stores who sold guns and essentially saying, we need stuff. Eventually, SWAT showed up. One guy ran out of ammo. He had one bullet left and he shot himself. I remember that because it's a different world watching somebody shoot themselves. And the other one, it was a major shootout in the middle of a residential street. But watching them completely outgunned, you think to yourself, should people have those things? Responsible people have no problem. And as a gun owner, you need to speak up as well. We should have common sense gun responsibility. Well, we should have universal background checks, but not as a private sale and uh, not at a gun show. Well, then, what? what? frustrating and we're going to hear more about this and and it is fascinating from a point where if you can stand back for a second and not drape yourself in your ultra patriotic i'm only a. am a gun owner love my guns i don't have them to hunt i have them to protect my house and my family that's it nothing else maybe once in a while go shoot because it's just you know it's a good release but And you take yourself in a situation, pull that off and say, do I think that people need to be able to roll up to somebody's house? I've got a guy up the street from me. I've been here five years almost. He sells guns out of his house. He didn't ask for ID, he didn't ask for anything. Well, in my state, maybe in your state, California's a little bit different. Could we not ask the questions about, hey, you know what, maybe you need to have, uh, take a class and have some training with this weapon. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Just little things. Common sense reform. Common sense responsibility. It's not going to prevent everything. But for all the stuff we talk about, the reality is, is, we do lead the way in this stuff. We do. We lead the way in a lot of this stuff. Not saying bad things don't happen around the world. They do. But we kind of seem to have a, a, a world of pissed-off, angry young men that have access to things that they shouldn't have access to. And we should think about, hey, you know, that guy in Tulsa, he went and purchased his gun a few hours before he went and killed the doctor and shot some other people at a hospital. A few hours. The receipt ink was still drying. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, love hearing from all of you, Rough Greens, RUFFGreens.com slash chat. Free bag of Rough Greens, doodle last night, scratching at my door, running around at like 1.30 in the morning. Doodle of three plus four years ago, he would have been asleep, probably worried about whether or not he was ever going to, you know, to make it through the day, struggling, and then i started giving him rough greens. Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor came up with a formula and it's amazing. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 3 6 9, all this incredible stuff. We started giving it to Doodle going on almost 4 years. Doodle's life has changed. He's healthier, happier and bouncier than ever. His hips don't hurt. He's a different dog. Right now i want you to try Rough Greens for free. RUFFgreens.com/chat. You cover the cost of Rough Greens. Not not the cost of the greens, but the shipping. That's it. They're going to send you the bag for free. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. com slash Chad. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
0: Where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
1: Oh, lady just tweeted at me. She goes, you you came out of hiding to tweet this? And I'm like, what? Yeah, because I, I came out of hiding to tweet. Last night I tweeted about uh, Chessa Bodine, who is the, uh, uh, the woke DA in San Francisco, who was recalled because, uh, you know, because he's awful at his job. It's like being a fisherman and go, yeah, but I'm not going to actually catch fish. I'm not going to actually fish for fish. And if I do happen to catch one, I'm going to throw it back because of injustice. <laughs> okay. She goes, you came out of hiding to tweet this. Go back in hiding. P.S. and FYI. This is what woke means. Not misappropriate and disoriented far-right scare tactics, meaning to meaning you throw out. Alert to injustice in society, especially racism. That's what this guy was all about. He was a woke D.A. Feeling that the system is inherently racist. I don't know what more there is to say. Except he's going to have to find a new job. Is what is going to have to happen. And here's the other thing. Why are you following me? I'm not following you. You're following me. If you weren't following me, you wouldn't have known I, quote unquote, came out of hiding. I don't hide. Let me tell you about Twitter. I've been going back and forth for the last, I'd say 48 hours for the first time, really seriously hard going, yeah, I don't know if I want to tweet anymore. I don't know if I want to do anything. I'm thinking about just shutting it down because I don't care. It's not real. It's bots, it's pissed off angry people, it's it's people fighting over stuff that is stupid, and it's people who will never meet arguing over things that they will never convince the other person they're arguing with that they are right. Outside of getting some news and seeing, you know, uh, some other interesting stuff, I, I, I just don't care. I think most people feel that way. The thing is with Twitter, though, is Twitter punches above its weight class. And because of that, it's an important part of the society we live in because it does have influence over people. If you have a blue check mark, do you have a blue check mark? No, because I don't care. I don't even try. Because it's not worth it. You could say good morning to somebody, and somebody's going to fire back. Blank you. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chadminton. is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. The LIV, that's the Live Golf Tournament, is going to kick off uh, Friday. Several have already left the PGA tournament, PGA tour, including Dustin Johnson.
2: I resign my membership from the tour. I'm I'm going to play here, um, you know, for now, and that's that's the plan, um, you know. But what the consequences are going to be? I obviously I can't comment on how the tour is going to handle.
1: Yeah, Kevin Na was another one. Now Justin uh, Dustin Johnson, ninth ranked player in the world last year, he was the number one ranked player in the world. Uh, but people are going well. You know, they've got Phil Mickelson other people like this. The money's massive, and money's life-changing. Even for guys who are millionaires, they're throwing money at them that is life-changing. According to several reports, Bryson DeChambeau, at the height of his career, at this moment in time, will be joining the Live Tournament Series, as will Patrick Reed, at the height of of his career. Bryson won the 2020 U.S. Open. Patrick won the 2018 Masters. And the question is, what are they getting? Some of the other players, Louis Oosthuizen, Graham McDowell, Charles Swartzel, Sergio Garcia, Martin Keimer, Dustin Johnson, and of course, Phil Mickelson have all joined and they're getting pushback because it's Saudi Arabia. That being said, money is earth shattering and how many of us are sitting here tweeting something, oh, these guys are the worst, while doing that on a phone where it was produced in China. Hmm. Have a good rest of your day. We got you over the hump. Night, night, Jack.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show.